It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Allspan Faces podcast is now sponsored by Tire Spot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. Tire Spot don't just do tires, they cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Always Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shot YouTube channel. We do apologize. First of all, we said we're going to go right the way through the summer, but we missed last week. Um, we had other things to attend, uh, but me and Decker are back this week. Uh, Bestie is still in Glastonbury or en route oh, I'm back from right. Glastonbury. I'm not sure if anybody knew, but Bestie's been in Glastonbury. He's told everybody about 20 times a day, yeah, I think. Right. He, he mentions it a lot on here, doesn't he? He does. Over the years, he's always it's always came up in conversation. And Mark just isn't here. We don't know where Mark is. I would, We've lost him. Can I find him now? <laughs> Imagine gone. losing Mark. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Be the worst kid at hide and see, wouldn't he? <laughs> 100%. Uh, you'd find him anyway. Uh, but he's um, gone somewhere. I don't know. hope you're right, though, Mark. Yeah. Hi, hi, Mark. Wherever you are, wherever you may be. Hi, mate. Um, so, Decker. It's us two left holding the, the best holding the fort, the best two. I holding the fort tonight, and we're going to put it down to the the viewers and listeners as always since the start of the the, oh, the summer. Um, so any questions, send them our way. We will just fill time in throughout this, but like I said, any questions, send them our way. Uh, we'll save them and we'll come back to them throughout the show. Um, first of all, like the video as well helps us out massively. So. Degger, um, Newcastle have finally, well, I'm just going to say finally, I'm using finally quite loosely because oh. I think a lot of clubs started announcing deals before the transfer window had opened. It looks like we are on the brink of announcing our first transfer of the summer transfer window. Uh, we have a young Italian, Tenali, is en route to Tyneside. Mm -hmm. um, a player that comes with a huge amount of potential. Um, the likes of Italian pundits and fans of European football are, are waxing lyrical about this kid. Um, and Newcastle have managed to take him away from his boyhood club. That in itself is a huge achievement. Yeah, well, I think... Um, <clears throat> obviously, we were linked with the lad from Inter at first. Mm. I remember. And then, obviously, it, it seemed a little bit... No, not too long after that, then all, all of a sudden we're linked with the guy from AC. And part of us still sitting there thinking, you know, like semi-finals of the Champions League and he's playing for his boyhood club. And are we are we even capable of being able to take him away from there? Like, do you know what I mean? I know, I know we've came a long way and I know we've got the money and all the rest of it, right? I know we've got Champions League football, but still at times I'm like, oh, can we really get a guy mm. from Milan? You know what I mean? Um, 
and it looks like this one's going to be done. You can have all the amount of money in the world, but if the player doesn't want the move, he's not going to accept it. And of course, that we're doubling his wage. Of course, what? It's always it helps. Of course, it helps. And but I think the fact that it is his boyhood team, and he took a pay cut to go to Milan as well. That's right. Yeah. So he actually took a pay cut to do that. So his dad's a fan and everything, isn't he? Like, I mean, it's just mental. Like, I'm surprised to be honest. A lot yeah. of people are referring to this situation similar to to Andy Carroll, where Newcastle yeah. needed the money. Well, not necessarily needed the money, but Mike Ashley needed the money and sold Andy Carroll, even though Andy Carroll didn't necessarily want to leave the club. Yeah, it, it's funny. I will reference this a little bit. So, it, this situation in terms of because we're linked with other players from Italy as well. I am getting a more adventurous, expensive version of what Ashley did when we went and invaded France. Mm-hmm. And we're saying goodbye and doubled his wage, and we're saying Debussy, and we're signing players from France because we knew it was a market that at that time we could buy players from mm. um, that were within our budget that had quality. <clears throat> and I just felt there was a period uh, just recently there we've, we've been linked with three Italian players, all for clubs like Chiesa was another one, clubs that need money mm. that will make us better. You know what I mean? And we can maybe attack them types of teams. And I feel like this Milan situation, they need money, right? They do. Do, do you think that's a situation that the club have looked at and thought, ah, these these need a bit of cash? I think so, you know. And of course, it's it's not... But that's wise, that. It's not, yeah, it's wise because it's not it's not bargain basement. We're not buying mm. someone for five million because we haven't got any money, but we're targeting... I, I honestly the vulnerable. Feel, yeah, we're looking at them going, we know that them need money. They've got real quality there. Mm. It, of course, it's still going to cost for a pretty penny. Everything I'm reading about this this uh, Tonali, like I mean, it, it seems as if fifty five million or whatever I've scored is actually re- cheap. Really, that's what they're seeing in terms of what them value. So, uh, I think a, a lot of fans, not Newcastle fans, but fans of other Premier League clubs, uh, have been getting the knickers in a, a bit of a twist that Newcastle are managing to get a player of this quality and potential to tie inside. Let's remember, a lot of, of, of fans of, of opposition think that no player wants to move to Newcastle especially not one moving from Milan to Newcastle. And the only place that they'll ever move to is London. Yeah. So they're not, they're not happy about that. Yeah. Uh, of course, they'll we, hate, we it. hate it. They'll hate it. Aye. They um, will hate it though we're signing these players. And so the, the fact that, that that is happening now, and it, it kind of means like that just gets blown out of the water completely. And to get those players, and we mentioned Bruno being one of them last season. Mm-hmm. Bruno, another player with huge potential. He, he takes it's a chance, really. It was a chance that he took because Newcastle yeah. weren't in the position of what we are right now. It was a huge chance, and of course, um, Tonali's not taken that much of a risk in regards to opportunities that lied ahead of him, unlike Bruno, where Bruno was kind of a sidestep, probably maybe a step back at the time. Aye, well, we're, we're hadn't he fell for anything. the project. Yeah, he fell for the project, yeah. not obviously the success, yeah. which. Obviously, Tonali now has European football and Champions League football in front of him. Is he going to be the catalyst once again? Where we're looking at players last season, so we're looking at creating the spine of the football team. So we had Isaac come in, we had Bruno come in, we had Botman in. Is he another one to add to that mix where the club's thinking buy young and keep these lads for as long as possible? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you can see the mould that we're going after, and I think. It's telling that Ashworth was actually over there. Do you know what I mean? Trying to do this deal, and I think if he's getting involved as heavily as he, of course he's going to because it's, we're signing a player, right? But I just, you just really have a sense. You believe, don't you? When we go for a player, the homework's been done correctly. Mm. They understand how he'll fit into the team, um, what he can bring to the team, what type of personality he is, and of course, like for, for us at the moment, you can only go off what we've, what we've bought, yeah. and we've bought really well, like really, really well. So mm-hmm. you think. This is another, like Isak, for example, like he came in for a lot of money and a lot of people didn't know who he was. Bruno was was obviously highly thought of, but again, we hadn't seen him play and he just just fitted in brilliantly. Mm. And I feel that this, I mean, <clears throat> listen, I haven't watched him play weekly by any stretch, right? Um, all I've been watching is the clips that's been put together, which sometimes, I, listen, Gabriel Obertan looked amazing on there, but you can see there's a player in there. Like mm. he looks, he looks really, really good. And I think it's, it's a position that we've wanted to buy. We've been saying we need that position to be filled, and I feel this is what they're doing. So that was, um, that was going to be my next question. So if you look at his, his career over the last couple of years, you can arguably say he's a defensive midfielder. Uh-huh. But then, on the other hand, he looks a bit like a box-to-box midfielder as well. So similar to what you get from, I would probably say, Bruno and Joel Linton at times. Yeah, yeah, well, certainly yeah, certainly Bruno. I think there's a great article in The Athletic where, because you see, when you look at footage of him, right, and you watch him play, 
I'm getting vibes of Perlo a lot, an awful lot in terms of mm. his, his ability from dead uh, set players, his passing ability, his range. But then <clears throat> there's the article in the Athletic it was he's more like a De Rossi style player. Yeah, and he is a defensive midfielder. But as you say, though, has it in him? Has the engine to be box to box as well? Um, and that's just looks sign player. up for this football club as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred engines massively important, and I think. But we're talking yeah. about engine digger. Having an engine in the Italian league is going to be polar opposite oh, yeah. to having it in the Premier League. Yeah. And that's You'll a really good, when he gets No, here. that's a really good point because, like, you know, like you've got like they, they can beat you, doesn't he? Every once in a while, he's, he's playing the Champions League semi-finals. Absolutely right. I'm not taking that away from him at all, right? But the to play 38 games in our league is different. Mm. It is different because the tempo, the speed, the demand. The physicality, it's 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 just so much mm. different. Whereas watching Italian football is more like a game of chess at times, it's very slow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you you know, the same argument's been thrown at so many other players that have managed to come over here and do it, you know. So and I you know what will work in our favor, bringing a player f- with experience, albeit a handful of years, if that over to, to Newcastle. We've now got European football ahead of us. His knowledge playing in the Italian league will come in unbelievably handy. For the likes of our coaches and things like that as well. Yeah, well, I think the thing is with exper- it's experience, isn't it, in terms of the level he's played at. So you think, I always look at that with, <clears throat> with, with players when you sign someone in terms of, when you sign, they say, a young player, right? Who, I mean, you look at experience in terms of what intimidates them. Hmm. I mean, he's played in Milan derbies. He's played in a, in a Milan derby in the semi-finals of the Champions League. Yeah. It doesn't really get any bigger as a player, especially being a Milan fan. He's basically played in Newcastle Sunderland in the Champions League. Hmm. Like The atmosphere, the occasion... He probably never played a better game, to be honest, in the rest of his life, really, yeah. in that moment. So, you know, he's he's represented his country at, at, at national level. He's uh, captain in the under twenty ones. Like, do you know what I mean it, the experience that that he's coming with? Nothing will phase him. Mm. Like playing Liverpool away, ain't going to phase him. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that's what another key thing um, is going to be. And I am very excited. Again, only from what I've read. I'm not an expert on him. Far from it. But just what I've read in the clips that I've seen, he tick seems to tick everybody. I know. I think we've got to throw a caveat in here and saying that. Mean deck are fans of Newcastle United. We, we aren't knowledgeable in, in any leagues. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we don't have Marquia. Do you know what? Oh, well, the Italian expert. You know. Do you know what's really funny? When I was younger, right? I honestly, God, I knew every player and every single league I knew who was up That's and coming. on Channel 4, mate. I used to love it. Oh, he was the boy that shows the boy that. But I, honestly, I used to buy, I remember sitting, read World Soccer Magazine, like from cover to cover. But I just don't have the time now to do that. Um, and it, it's funny because we, we've sat around lots of times, right? We're like, right, what type of player do we want? We need a midfielder. Who do we buy? And we're scratching my head sometimes, thinking, yeah. I'm not really sure who to get. Yeah. Because we always knew that Ashworth and his little army would, would just pull someone out of nowhere. Uh, Popping up his little Vespa across Italy, just yeah. getting anyone he wants at the yeah. minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's the what's the comments looking like when they talk? Has anyone seen anything good about him or, or um, excited? Or not yeah, the, the, there's there's a lot of praise for him. And do you know what what I think is going to be wise? We haven't done it yet, but I have been chatting to a, a podcast which is based in Milan. So, AC Milan podcast. Similar to what we do, but in Italian. Surprisingly. <laughs> what, what's up? Well, wouldn't you not in Italian? Does <laughs> so anybody know what that is? <clears throat> um, but we're on in talks with them, and as soon as the deal is announced, we will do a podcast and, and get a bit more of a background and in regards to a sense of feeling from the fans that He's just left from that football club. Mm-hmm. Similar as if it was us talking about somebody that, that's going to leave from our club. But I think it's just another step in the right direction for the football club. And th- there's a lot of people asking, why has the deal not been announced yet? Mm-hmm. Could be a number of reasons. We've got to remember at this moment in time, the club are going to be scrutinized massively for financial fair play. So it might be something just to do with the month that this deal is announced. Yeah, It, it could literally be anything. I don't think it's anything to worry about whatsoever I'm not worried all reports are saying it's done mm-hmm. they're just waiting for the announcement really yeah the, 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 I was reading a few things checking like, the, the, the contract about 20 times I've seen that ah, there's, like, like, there's like small details yeah. maybe within it maybe that the player wants or, or, or reassurances or whatever but I mean it, it's, it seems to me that it's, it's far too long down the line that it's not going to go ahead um, mm. like for example I don't think I'll just throw a name out here I don't think there's like a Real Madrid that are thinking oh shit Newcastle's about to sign him. We actually wanted him. Do you know what I mean? And we're now we're now going to try and get him. I don't think it's anything like that at all. Mm. I think it's just, you know, you, you, the, the, they'll be making sure, as you say, we, we are very under the magnifying glass here of everything we do. And maybe they're just making sure that everything is absolutely and correct. Every single time anybody associated with the football club gets interviewed, 
that is the tagline. Mm. We have to be careful with financial. Ah, yeah, they say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did Constantly. you watch the video with the chairman? I did. Yes, I did. did it yes. was great. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it was what, good. What's yeah. the overall um, sense that you get from it? Well, I would say that. Well, a real sense of of professionalism in regards to the the understand where they need to go and how they're going to get there. Okay. And I really got a, a great sense of how much he believed in. Now this proof's in the pudding over time, mind you. I got a real sense of how much he believes in the manager and in the the staff that's around him. Mm. Really big that up, certainly early on in the video. So like build from the ground up. I like really trust how and like believes in him. And I I think that these are the things that you'll be held account for as time goes on. Because of course we all hope it's just guys and limit you keep going. But you know, if there is a rocky patch to come, Let's hope the words that he was saying in that video or something he stands by that we believe in him. That's something which which we've said for a while as well. Like I say, that there will be a time where where things go bad and and obviously things don't look good for Eddie Howe. It'll happen. It happens to every single manager in football. And like you said, you just hope that the club don't pull the trigger too early. There's there's times we've sat around here, right? And for all, forgive us, I should, I know, I I forgot. I think I'm going to say five times. Did we lose five times last season? Maybe four. I think five, I think it was. Anyway. Liverpool twice. Uh, Man City once. Man you were weird. Did we lose? No, no. Drew. Did we drew there? It's terrible game. Like. I think it's... cup games. No, I was just league. I think it's five. Maybe we lost. Mm. Someone will probably comment straight Someone away. Comment. How many games did we lose last season? It's four or five. I'm sure because at the time it was three for an awful long time. Not many. Yeah, that sounds good <clears> yeah. by saying that. No, and and that's what I mean. That like there was times last season, certainly, certainly on social media and stuff, when we had a, we had a quite a you know a lot of draws and stuff, and we're struggling to find goals. Where there was people starting to say, oh, you know, this isn't this isn't great," and blah 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 blah. And we're still at that point. At that point, I remember I'd only lost three games of football, man. Mm. And people were complaining. Now, qualifying where we haven't reached the final of a competition, the expectation does go up. It does. And if, and, and I, it does worry us that if we have this run where we struggle. I, I, I know I mention this every week and it sounds negative and I don't want to be negative. But I just feel if we have this this run, I really hope that they stand by him. And I'm sure they will. I'm, I'm sure they will. Don't get us wrong. Um. But funnier things have happened in this game, like in this game, in game of football, when expectations are high and the money's there and the the they want to be doing well, um, it can easy, it can easy change, you know. Can know, um, but I don't know. I, I think, I think what's really important is that we're just as fans anyway. We understand, of course, we want to be in that final next year. We'd love to get in the knockout stages of the Champions. League. Of course, we would. But I still say that we just need to. Just enjoy this moment in terms of where we are and just enjoy what's to come in the Champions League and just enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? And you can see, though, from behind the scenes already, they're trying. The training mm. ground's getting improved like we've asked for, what we've wanted to see. They're, they're willing to try and obviously spend money to try and bring the right player, although they've got to be careful. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it'll be... It's exciting, isn't it? Of course, of course it's it's courses. I just want to throw a quick question out to, to people who are watching. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> Because Talking people the, the, the video is working, but I've just put my headphones in. I can't hear what we're saying. So somebody let one know straight away. Can you hear us right now? Um, I'm going to carry on as normal, just in, in case you just can. Um, yes, people can hear us. Perfect. That's Thanks cool. very much. That's why you ran off. I was panicking. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on one person, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So we, we just spoke about the, the, the position where he could possibly play in. Okay. So let's say if he comes in, and we wanted a midfielder to, to sit as a defensive midfielder mm-hmm. to then give the opportunity for Bruno to, to have more of a free role going forward. Do you think that'll happen? And if so, what formation will the midfield look like? Because the player's mm-hmm. going to have to drop out, and which yeah. player is that going to be? Which is, it's, yeah. Now, this has always been up for debate, hasn't it? And a concern because and I don't think we'll ever move from 4 3 3. I think, okay. I think that's what we are. Um, well, within games and within moments, will change. I'm not, but I think in terms of what we are and what we're built to be is four three three. Now, if you what's that? Just said sorry, that could hear it. Oh, good comment. <laughs> um, if um, if he comes in and plays where we think he's going to play, say number six, and Bruno moves further up the field, for me, then that means see that long staff. <clears throat> see that long staff or Willock. However, however. Unless he decides to play Joel Linton out left, left, which I still, I just, uh, I just cannot see that. But it, let's say you play Joel Linton out left, you might have a midfield of. Can Can you not say that because you're a fan of the <laughs> the attacking winger, as in a, a more dynamic, 
get to the line, get the ball in. I, I am, yeah, and this isn't against you like Pierce on the wing. I, I love Pierce on the wing, and of course, I'm not going to go on a bit, but you know about Maxi and my feelings towards him. But not just him, though. I still think Gordon's going to have a huge season, so I think Gordon's going to play an awful lot over that side. I, he does, he does, and I think the one thing I would say definitely about him is, you know, for a fact, he wants it as well. He's so hungry and desperate to make it work that I think he will have a good season. Um, and I think he'll be he'll be playing a lot as well, maybe in the in the replacement of my mate. But so be it. That is, is what it is. But if that's the case, then uh, my, my midfielder, I think of Tonali, Bruno, and Jolin. But then I think, oh, you kind of you kind of drop Willick though. Willick's mint. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm you the, can't. Side, I'm thinking you kind of drop Longstaff. Oh, okay, okay. Because there was games last season saying, where Longstaff though. wasn't playing, and we're like so unbelievably missed them. So but then but, I'm thinking, can Tonali not do that? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm you can't move forward. With the football club, if you don't bring this sort of talent in and 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 let the rest of the lads drop out of the team, I need to stop being so <laughs> connected to these players and thinking, well, if a better player comes in, you, you're going to get binned, really, you're going to get yeah, dropped. Yeah, well, Longstaff to, is defied odds from the start, really, in that regard, because I think when, probably I said this, to be fair, um, <clears throat> other than the time under Rafa, where... He had that 10, 12, maybe 14 game streak with yeah. he's red hot, 50 million pound my United, blah, blah, blah. He's really struggled when he came back from injury. He never looked the same player yeah. again, right? And then when we got taken over and all the rest of it, I don't think any of us thought that he would become a part of that, certainly as much as he is now. And I totally agree. And everyone's always said, oh, we've missed him when he hasn't been on. But I'll only be, I'm just going to be honest mm-hmm. that if we're going to become what we want to become, I'm a regular you. top four team. I'm with Sean Longstaff ain't going to be there. I'm just being no offense, too, too connected and too tight yeah. to, the, to the football club. But you've got to remember, though, that, that doesn't mean, you know, just because I'm saying that that's me starting three. Longstaff will probably play every single game. Maybe not from the start. But I reckon he will come off the bench and play half an hour every game. there's going to be enough he games will. for the multiple to play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then some. Absolutely. So he's still still going to be a huge part of the team, or the squad, sorry. Um, but as I say, I mean, it, it might be. It could be Tonali. Uh, long, long staff and Bruno. Mm. There's nothing to say it wouldn't be, but then yeah. you lose even Willick out, and perhaps Joel Linton out as well. Now that's, but that's the thing, though, isn't it, about a squad where you're like mint, like yeah. we're having to leave out players, and well, you've got great options. Eddie Howe's always said that he wants two start elevens. Yeah, well, and he's the dream, right? he's on route to getting that. Really, yeah, it's the dream. That's what Man City's got, and you know, there's a few times you see their team, and you're like, oh, they haven't got Bernard Silva, oh, they haven't got Grealish on, but. That's what every player has to understand that mm. you might not play every single. And, and just to clarify, a couple of people that have commented in there. We're not we're not saying get rid of no. Longstaff. We're both saying that we want Longstaff to to feature a huge amount to this football club. He has to because he's one of the homegrown players. Yeah. So so Longstaff, well, bigger Longstaff's not going anywhere. That might he's already Longstaff's gone. Um, I think he got binned off and went with Bitha straight away. But this is this is me thing about Maxi as well, right? I, I don't know how on earth I've got. Oh, you managed. I know. We're I know. About homegrown players. I know. You've got on to Maxi, but th- this is he when, lives in Jasmine. This is when I get annoyed though when people are like, so the the, the, the people just look at that start eleven sometimes and go, "This is me starting eleven, so we no longer need him anymore." Hmm. What an unbelievable, ridiculous thing to say that is. Yeah, and that's what I mean by this this midfield. My just in my mind, off the cuff now saying is, Longstaff isn't in my midfield three, right hmm. now. 10 games in, I might be like, God, what an idiot. Longstaff should be in every week. That could be the case. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't mean Longstaff's not going to have a huge part to play. Mm. Whereas when we're saying Gordon, everyone's got, oh, that's it, Maxi's days are numbered. Yeah. Why would that be? Because Gordon's not going to play 65 games a season for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've, you've got to have options all over the field. Sure. And there's a great shout here, and I'll, I'll put it on. It's from uh, Book Tizer. That says, I reckon Longstaff will start the season. Tenali will be worked in gradually. Just like what Eddie Howe has done with. It, Almost everybody. Oh, yeah, almost everyone. He has done that. <clears throat> and again, we've been fortunate enough to be... Well, the, the thing is, it depends if this lad comes in soon, he's going to get a full pre-season. Hmm. Whereas, you remember, Bruno arrived in January where we're on a great run of form yeah. and we didn't have I think to... the difference is it's a full pre-season, but not in a competitive Premier League game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a couple of shouts saying that that maybe Tonali is going to be the, the legs when Longstaff isn't playing. But once again, we'll go back to the point where... There's quite a comparison, a huge difference between Italian, the pace of Italian football and the Premier League. You can't just chuck him straight in there and go, do what Longstaff does, cover every blade of grass, because yeah, I don't think you're going to get it. Yeah, I, I, well, true, but there's a, there's a way to... The, the quality will always, you know, if you've got the quality, you know, you don't necessarily always have to... Easy, yeah, you? exactly. You know, you, you read the game in a certain way and you you, you cut the passing lanes out and et cetera, et cetera, where you don't have to charge on the field like a nutcase. Mm. Not saying Longstaff does that. I'm just saying you don't have to run like that. But 
Um, it, it's food for thought. You know, Longstaff's still got a huge, you know, a massive role to play for for years to come. I think because Eddie Howe believes in him so much. We mm. as fans, we believe in him, and we know when he's not on the difference that that you see in the field. Yeah, you know, there's no um, doubt about it. We have had a donation, and it is from uh, Paul Flanagan Photography, who sends in nine eight nine. Thank you very much. Oh, Paul. thanks, mate. Um, he says, "Well, he's got a question." He says, "Do you think we'll ever get used to these huge transfer fees and just take it all for granted?" I honestly hope not. Everything just still doesn't feel real. Hmm. I, I'm the same. It, it, it's mad that we've gone from just a few years ago not paying what a million pound loan fee for for Chowdhury, Chowdhury yeah. from yeah. Leicester to then spending thirty million, fifty million, sixty million pound on a on potential. Yeah. That, that's what we've been signing on. Young players with yeah. potential. We're not going for for these Galactico signings that have, have got a proven track record for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, if you look at Isak, that Isak signing, that was a lot of money, you know. Mm. That was a lot of money. Um, and you know, Bruno was 40-odd, 40 million or whatever, and he, again, was potential. Um, <clears throat> Botman was a hell of a lot of money, you know what I mean? And, and mm. he's been absolutely outstanding. Um, it, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because you look at Man City, right? They've just won the treble there, and like, we're kind of joke on at times that you see the atmosphere in the stadium, and it's like, oh, they've scored. You know, mm. and that is always my fear. Like, is the more you get successful, the expectations. Yeah. Oh well, we're playing such and such. It went five nil, and you, you just, do you know what I mean? That it, that sort of feeling goes because you're just expecting it. So when the next when January window comes, oh, we're going to buy some at fifty million, but that's what we expect. Do, do think, it is awful to think. That do you way. think that'll ever happen with us? I think. I, I think do think a, a little bit. Well, yeah. I think it's a generational thing. You've got to remember, Man City's takeover was what? How many years ago now? Oh, God, <laughs> well, so <laughs> you're looking at their fan base now and obviously the younger ones that let's say were teenagers when that young teenager when that takeover went through they're now obviously hitting whatever age and, and coming in adulthood of following this football team they're used to that for us I don't think we'll ever get used to Newcastle paying these fees and, and being competitive in football Aye, okay. but I think our kids yeah, yeah will yes. probably just obviously go with it now and think oh Newcastle mint then it'll probably get the point guy oh we didn't win this game shite yeah, well, we, to be fair, we we've kind of had this twofold in in a, in a sense because obviously we were the, I was the Keegan era growing up, mm. and we t- I was going to the game with my dad when I was nine, ten, eleven, and we were just humping every single thing in sight. Yeah, literally, um, it was amazing. And then we were absolute dog shit, to be honest, mm. for so many years. And I just never ever thought I would see them days again. And I think that's why for me it's been this like sort of full circle of mm. being in, in my opinion at the time just invincible as a, as a kid, invincible. No one could beat us even though we didn't win anything, but it felt that way. Um, and no doubt, as you say, our kids, your kids, and, you know, they'll be going to the matches now, like I did as a, as a youngster going, God, yeah. we're going to beat everyone. Mm. Um, so it's a good point. Uh, it's a good point. I think there is always people in the ground, though, you know, you, what, you just, everyone sits around them where they're just, they just sometimes love to be negative, you know. No, <laughs> ma- a few no them, matter what. Like, no matter what. There's a few of them. And it really pisses me off big time. I, I can't stand that, like, why you would, why would you want to pay that amount of money and go go and support the team you love and just be negative from the, from the minute go? It's one one of my greatest feelings in St James' is part of that when when obviously you get used to the people that you got a season ticket around, not friends with them. You just get used to hearing the noise coming behind you. Uh, you get used to the eyes back again. You don't turn around. You just hear it yeah, somewhere. Yeah. You don't know what this bloke looks like, what this woman looks like. You've got no idea. But when they've sat and slagged a player off for games and games, then that player scores. Amazing. I love that feeling. Yeah. You must feel like a mark a lot sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Every week I feel like a no, mark. I, I used to I'd go on a bit of a bit different chat here, but uh, there was a there was someone behind me used to just slag Robbie off mm. constantly, you know. Like someone else could do a bad pass, but it'd be Robbie's fault because he yeah. didn't come to show. Ridiculous comments all the time. And he used to just score rakers. Like, and when he used to score, I just wanted to stunner him. Like I just literally just wanted to bring him because I was just like, why why would you I just don't get why he's some players get the, the not just players as well as like you know like for example the worst thing ever right is when you know and the, they say they just overcook oh, oh, a pass in and it goes out for a throw in that horrible like oh for fuck yeah I hate that honestly the, the dumb it noise uh, well it, some people deserve it right <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway sorry I'm a bit of a tangent there but yeah um, expectations though I probably agree with you there that our kids are going to see something which they'll come to expect mm. yeah maybe maybe uh, whereas mm. us. It's, I still kind of believe, well, I still can't believe in the Champions League, even though yeah. I sing it every day when I wake oh, up. You know, like, you know what I mean? I still can't believe that. And 
you know that's what is amazing like it is like it's just mad like having this conversation yeah especially I know, I now I know things aren't guaranteed yeah I know they're not um <laughs> I, I honestly I just I'm so excited for the season coming up as well but I'm also shitting my pants oh, yeah. for that season I'm in case honest, we yeah. don't do as well as what we have because I know for fine well expectations already changed I'm I'm very nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm excited, of course, but I'm nervous because. And I tell I tell you what, right? I haven't told anybody that that's watching this. Everybody on on the Gallagher shots and involved with Gallagher shots knows this, okay? And I'll I'll, I'll share a secret with you. It's like Diamond Dogs. This. I know. Uh-huh. I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll share a secret with you. Um, so the reason I'm I'm telling you this is because we haven't gone ahead with it, okay? So listening, we were approached by the producers of the Amazon documentary. And they wanted to use a couple of segments of a couple of our podcasts. And the segments which they used could have been taken out of context massively. Hence why we didn't allow them to use footage of the podcast. They tried the best uh, to get it. Um, numerous emails coming across, but we'll point blank refused to, to let them do it. Because it was around about the time, um, just before we got the, was it a draw v Wolves where Maxi scored that screamer? Was it 1-1? One, one, that one, game? Yeah, last minute. So I think one a bad run of form after the World Cup. Hmm. Um, and I'm saying bad run of form. It wasn't horrific. We just, we just couldn't. Drawing all again. Yeah, we just couldn't get three points. Yeah. And the sentences which they were using what was, well, what, what I think was Decker. Decker said the sentence was, no matter what anybody says, you can't disagree that expectation will change. Uh, sorry, expectation has changed at this football club. And there was a couple of other sentences which were, were similar. And I thought, if that gets used on the documentary, that one clip only, and it's one of our voices over the top of that, that could do more damage to us. As, to me. As, and to Decker. <laughs> Decker could be like a walking mem like them them two Magnum lasses. Um, and I thought, it's not worth it. So, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I know I could have probably stitched you up there, like yeah. um, because no, I think it's a really good point you made though, because that wasn't it wasn't we, we, you, you weren't being I, malicious, we're having a conversation saying that, yeah, and every, that wasn't my opinion. I yeah. was saying people's opinion, people's expectations would have changed because we're winning every single game in sight at that point. Do you know what I mean? And then we went on this bad run of form. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sitting there saying we're absolutely shit now, it's a disgrace. That wasn't what I was saying, yeah. but again. Taking five words or six words can, can can sound bad, you know what I mean, and and, and I get that. No, it's so I just true. I, I thought yes, we could have done it. We could have made a big cash off it, but we thought it's not happening. Not happening. It's just it just wasn't worth it for for five minutes in, in of fame. Um, so yeah, there's a little secret for you. Um, that yeah. is officially not yet. I'll be all right. Yeah. A walking meme, not yet. Aye, but no, you know, I think. It's it's again about being nervous in next season. Like, of course, there's a huge, there's a huge deal of excitement. But I think why 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 the Champions League to me meant so much. One, it was earlier than we, I ever expected. Mm. I always thought we'd get there eventually. You know what I mean? But I I don't see. I don't think we'll qualify for it next season. Mm. So that that's already me sounding we'll negative about next season, right? Until we we'll win it. But until we we'll win it, yeah. But that sounds ridiculous to say because people will be thinking. Why? Why are you being negative? And I'm, I'm not. I'm not being negative. I doubt it. it's just me gut telling us. Ah, I don't know if I'll qualify. it's so hard to finish in that top four. Like, mm. It's so so difficult, um, and that's why it means so much now because I feel it's an unbelievable achievement that what we've done. And hey, of course I hope we'll go far in it, and I hope we we'll finish third, second, win the league. Of course I do, but just trying to be realistic. Mm. You know? um, and I'll not be here complaining if we're sitting eighth, ninth. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well. I'd like to be top it seems six. Like a good like, I know. jump from eighth to ninth. Yeah, I think to, you've still got to be in the top six. Like I have to say that you've still got to be in the top six. Um, not from game one, but you've got to be in and around them numbers. You can't be, you can't be ninth next season. Like that, that won't mm. cut it. Like I think top five get Champions League next season. So, so could be a bit of a help. But yeah, that's ridiculous. A bit I'm not a fan of that. But anyway, we'll take fifth if we get in. But I'm not a fan of that. Like I think it starts to diminish the competition. But anyway, um. Yeah, I just think it's going to be it's going to be tough, and we're going to have some maybe we'll have some amazing moments, amazing memories, but we might have a bit of a tough run. We just got to stay mm. stay loyal, stay with the team, stay where they are and the staff, and, and go from there. Um, one of the, the things which I wanted to chat about tonight, and something that we've just been linked with just before we, we, we press live there, and it, it Southampton's right back, uh, Lamento, and he's out for majority last season, uh, ACL injury. 
which he picked up in the 2-2 draw against Brighton. Uh, the season before, they had an absolute fantastic season mm-hmm. for Southampton. Obviously, it is Trippier's position. But once again, Eddie Howe wants two starting 11s. What does that mean? So let's say if we do bring him in. I think Newcastle want to pay 50 million for him. Southampton want 30 million. They're not going to get 30. And I think apparently Newcastle are trying to to use Ryan Fraser as part of the bargain on this one, um, which would probably be a good move for, All right. Very good, yeah. uh, for both clubs. Yeah. Um, so if we bring him in, okay, so that's another right back. Do you then think Ashby goes out on loan? So the kid that we got from West Ham. So he goes out on loan. Then that leaves you with obviously Trippier starting, Livermento back up. What happens with Kraft and Mankio? Mankio has to, he'd be gone, I would have thought. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I'm fine with that as well, by the way. Mm. Uh, you, you can't have four right backs, you know what I mean? As much as you might want to have a big squad. Mankio could, could play a left, at a, you know, a dramatic, but uh, <clears throat> I think the, the, the problem you've got, you know, when you've got someone who you love that's starting every week and you really believe in. Mm. When you sign someone for big money, because if it is quarter thirty million pound, you have a right back. That's that's big money, like regardless mm. of what you think, how much money we have, <clears throat> um, you feel a bit like, whoa, whoa, we don't need, we don't need to strengthen that position. Yeah. You, you automatically feel that way, but I think you've got to look for the future and you've got to look at strength and all of it. You're you know, only one injury away from being on the bones of your arsenal in a position. Yeah, and I, I the thing is with Chip, you know, he is so important to us because when you watch a player, man, almost everything goes through him. It seems to start with him. Mm. Every single, almost every movement between him and Bruno. Anyway, um, I'm a, I, I am a big fan of him, but obviously he's had a nasty injury. That lad it was ACL, wasn't it? ACL, yeah. That's a nasty injury, but I suppose that you know other players have come back from that. Like he, um, he did make an appearance towards the end, end of the season. Yeah, um, I, it's funny actually. I, I have seen quite a bit of him, obviously, with being in our league, of course, at the time. And he has always, he has, certainly the year before, was he looked really good. Like yeah. I used to say, "Man, God, he's some player." I'm like, um, so. I'm not against it. It's just I understand why people might be thinking, oh, we've got a great right back there already. I understand that. But definitely Ashby will be gone. Uh, loan, sorry. Mm. He'd be on loan. And maybe you'd have Kraft as your, as your third choice. And then that's... That, that's and do you know what it is? Kraft, before he picked up the injury, what was his injury? Did he break his... No, it wasn't a break of the foot. Was that not ACL as well? It was, it was bad. It was, it was bad. Knee or something. Season, wasn't it? He was, broke his leg on knee or He was doing all right before that? Brilliant. Really well. Really, really well. Because he was another, you know, he was another Apart one. from you, he's got in that position. Two games success successive games he got in the same position and skied the ball from before he well, went out. he started doing that. I remember Norwich away did it twice and that was almost very early on in his days. But he, he was another one where no one had it, no one believed in him at all. Yeah. And he improved massively when Howe came in. Another player mm. who really looked a player. I remember I played there, it was Arsenal at home last year of the season and God, he was absolutely at them on the right-hand side and I thought, God, I can't believe how far he's come. And that was in the same mall as with Joel Intons mm. and everyone else were sort of wax lyrical about. And it was a real shame that an injury came around. Obviously, mm. we had Trippier there, so it didn't matter. But um, again, though, how, how is he going to come back? You know, because that's a long time to be away, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you never know how someone comes back from an injury. Look how long it took Sean Longstaff to come back from the injury he suffered at West Ham. Mm. Obviously, maybe different coaches and different uh, mentality of training and that in them days, but... But I know it'd be an interesting one. But I think that would be if we if we did sign him. I mean, how how would I know would linked here? But how is it is it is it work on for him? Like is it? it I, I've only just seen that when I pulled it's up the pace, like is it's it? Pace. Okay, yeah. Well, um, I've got no problem with it because I, I still think it is because Trippier's getting on, right? Mm. You know what I mean? And, and you'll definitely get a few more seasons out of him without question. You will. But again, he ain't going to be able to play every single game, so you're going to mm. have to have depth. You know. Um, El Grande Salmon has apparently heard that Mankio is going to Al Hilal for 120 million. That would be lovely. That would <laughs> be lovely. Like, what is it? Well, these players going to the Saudi League. It's like the Chinese league on steroids. Yeah, it is. It's always you worry though, because I, I was very disappointed when Ruben Neves went there. Mm. Very, very disappointed because I thought, you know, only a couple of weeks ago he was like, "My dream is to play in the Champions League." He literally said that while he was wearing a wolf shirt, and I was, you know what I mean. And then he's just done off there. I know everyone's got a price, but. Yeah, it was it was a bit poor, and I, and I do think they've got a lot of power. Like I know China, China, China league was buying a lot of older players. Cantley is gone; he's getting on a bit. British. Um, me worry is if they start buying literally everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a concern. Like, did you think? Because there's a lot of people thinking that now they've because this is happening in Saudi in the Saudi Pro League that all the all these big names are, are going over there. I'm saying all of these big names isn't oh, yeah. there's a handful. Yeah. It's not it's not all of these it's big not, names. No, it's yeah. not, I'm tore the Premier League apart, and, and they'll never do that. A lot of fans have been saying, and once again, it's fans of opposition teams that are saying, 
they're clearly not interested in Newcastle United anymore and bringing players into Newcastle. But then we're, we're going to buy a player for 50, 60 million pound. Is that just complete nonsense? Oh, of course it is. Absolutely. There's a, you've got, they're trying to, they're trying to, um, <clears throat> what's it, build their entire league. Like mm. that, to, to, to make your league successful and to make the brand successful, it's going to take an awful lot more money than what it will for us because mm. we are what we are already. And of course, they're still spending a lot of money. Clearly, they have on, on infrastructure and everything else, but they're trying to actually make their league attractive, which is going to cost them absolutely. But look with the golf, for example. I'm a mm. huge golf fan, and they spent more on Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson than they did buying us so on two I've, golfers. I've meant to ask you this question, and I'll, I'll ask you now. Sorry, people, if you're not interested in my index question. Um, but so, what was the issue with the golf? Because the Saudis bought the the golf, but what, there was X amount of players that had refused a deal or something the year before or something. Give us that in thirty seconds. What happened? Well, so so basically, the the, the PGA is is its own entity, mm. right? And the Saudis league, our chairman, started something called the Live Golf. That was okay. a completely different thing. And it, similar to the Saudi league, they needed their their league to the Live Golf to be attractive. A big so they just started signing PGA players. Okay. So they go on tour with them, yeah. yeah PGA. Can't play in the PGA right, okay. at that time. They couldn't, um, but then then moved across for hundreds of millions. Hmm. I think Dustin Johnson got paid two hundred million cash, man, to okay. go. Uh, but Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods got off at a billion dollars. Yeah, nine hundred. Well, it was close to a billion, and he refused it, not to join them. Now they are joined. So they've merged. Now, of course, Rory and all the ones that rejected mega money are like you. You fucking joking? I could have made three hundred million dollars overnight, and in five months' time, I would have been playing together yeah. anyway. So that's why they're annoyed, which I can understand as well. Okay, so it's like when WCW and WWE merged. Yeah, well, that's why I vote in the golf. I should just have that. Yeah, like just money, money night Wars. Money night Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it should be like. Yeah, but yeah, but I, but sorry, the, the point I was trying to make was is like the money that them spent on the golf. I mean, eclipses what they've done with us. Yeah, it to, but it's. But there's different rules in place, isn't it? They, could, they can't do that with us. Whereas in golf, they can do whatever they want. Mm. Literally can spend. They're going to yeah, give Tiger Woods a no, billion like, dollars, man. Thing, there's no it? financial yeah. penalty, you know? So it's a totally different scenario. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, let's have a look. Imagine turning down a billion dollars, though. <laughs> then the next it's week, insane, isn't it? The next week being like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to work for them anyway. <laughs> I'm back anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, this one is from Josh Stockton. And as always, Josh has sent in a £20 donation. Wow. Uh, thank you very much, Josh. Appreciate yeah, it, Josh, Hope you're well, mate. He says, hi, lads. Hope you're both well. Uh, I've been watching some of the old AWSF episodes from the COVID season, including Bestie and Decker's interview with Harry uh, Cosimeo. Wow, um, that was the interview about the book. The, it was. I was talking about the book. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, and he says, I thought that was brilliant. So much that I'm uh, going to buy the book. Oh, um, I mean, nice one, mate. It, it is a great book. It, it really is. Well, Harry's done really well. One of my good friends is on holiday the day. I went abroad in Texas, and it was a chapter of that book. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, you need to go and watch not plugging the channel, no. I just said watch it because the, the actual guy wrote the books on it, so it's good. Yeah, and he's commenting the same. Um, so I, I think to, to be honest, I, I think that's something which which we'll, we'll probably do more of next season. Get the likes of guests like like Harry and, and somebody that brings something different and and that's basically has something that that they would like to promote as well because that that episode went down really well. Uh, it did. It was you and Bestie, wasn't it? Because I think Bestie was. knows him. Bestie knows him. I. Mm. That's right. Yeah, and he obviously wanted to promote his book and that and. He sent us a PDF copy at the time. It was yeah, because it's COVID. We didn't we didn't actually meet him technically, and uh, I read it as fast as I could because we were interviewing him like in a week's time. Uh, brilliant book though, brilliant. A great a great era of the club that for me. Um, sorry, meeting chocolate. Um, obviously the Champions League. At what point did you, you think know. it was wise to put some chocolate in your mouth? I didn't know how long you were going to talk for, so I thought I can gag. But I bet that whole bar, you know, it's in the size of bar of chocolate. <laughs> Absolute hell on with that, like it's just lovely though. Fruit and nuts, lovely enough. I apologise. Still going. I am. Yeah. Right. Um, I go to the next one. In fact, we finished there. I can't remember what the question was. Oh, but the book. Um, ah, the book now just about the era of that. That book's. You know, when Robson came in, we were, we were as a whole fan base in the club, we were low, very, mm. very low. And what he did, and he reunited a bit like what um, I'd say very similar to what Howe's done. I, I've, yeah, very similar in terms of how one man. I, I appreciate, obviously. It's been slightly different how because we've had new owners, of course, which absolutely helped. Jesus, of course, it did. But Robson came in; nothing really had changed that way. There was just him that changed that entire feeling of the club. It was, it was an unbelievable moment that when he came in. 
Mm. Amazing time. Um, Fish and Rogers told me to tell you um, that Liv didn't screw Rory. Rory screwed Rory. Well, a lot of people does that say mean that. something to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, okay. yeah. I, 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 yeah, I like Rory to be fair. Like, okay. um, yeah, I do feel from a bit. Yeah, but Jules, he did he did bang the drum a bit too much, I think. Jules that. has also said, uh, going back to my earlier post, uh, can we get Drunk and Decker back in that swinging chair as a series? Do you still have that chair in the sitting room? Is it still in the I room? do actually. Well, I, was gonna, I, was, I do. I still have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really drink in the house anymore. If I'm honest with you, I, I don't know. Don't why. do podcasts. Anymore. True. Why? Yeah. It's the only time I drink. I've got loads of Guinness there. Start. I just don't. I, I don't know why I never touch it. I only see me drinks. I've got like a drinks thing on the on the on the side there in the dining room. It's got whiskey out. Like honestly, I got a hundred pound bottle of whiskey. I just touch it. I just, I just never. Never drink in the house. I don't know why. To be fair, I wouldn't want to drink a hundred pound worth of liquid either. Like pain stripper as well. <laughs> no, but uh, you're right though. I think we should get them them daft old sort of co- pre like COVID day ones back and just yeah. get drunk. The issue that it has that like, you just knock me ill swinging in that chair. Swinging like, that chair. Uh, yeah. I can't help it. The I more get cans that like you had, the more yeah, you just swing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you, the one that sticks in me head a lot, an awful lot, is the one. I think it was the Christmas movie one. Is it a quick, quick rank these Christmas movies? Yeah, yeah. And it was when Mark got that film totally wrong. One. Hey, one of the best, you know. I go back to that sometimes and I am absolutely crying laughing at that. Yeah. It's really funny, that one. The, the, there's been quite a few moments where... Nothing to do with football. It's either, me and you that have just gone. Yeah, gone. We saw each other laughing but, see, gone. The thing, I think what makes us laugh even more is Mark just is sto- you know, no emotion. So admin, and, right. and, and, and it'll just keep going and going. And we know you're way off here, like... <laughs> And it just gets funny and funny. It's great, great times. <laughs> uh, right, let's go through. Uh, Jules says a Christmas movie one was epic. It was mint. We had some, we, honestly, we had some good laughs doing the Christmas stuff. We really did. Yeah. Uh, right, there's the next one from Josh Stockton. He, he sends another five pounds in. So thanks very much, Josh. Yes, Josh. He, this is a question this time. He says, if our takeover got accepted in 2020, like our owners wanted, where do you think we'd be now? Do you think we'd have a trophy in our cabinet? Um, it's hard to say because do you know what it is I'm going to say this word for, for lack of a better description I don't think we're, we're, we're lucky last season in regards to how well we did but we were lucky that there were certain teams underachieved massively last season Liverpool struggled Chelsea struggled Spurs fuck hell God knows what ha- happened to them um, we're lucky in that aspect but that's not taking any credit away from what we did in that season because we did unbelievably well and we deserved to finish where we did I, I just think it's very hard to, to say what could have happened and what could have been because everything's fell in place now and with the arrival of Trippier. Mm-hmm. What would have been our Trippier back then? Yeah, it is very hard to say. Well, how how probably wouldn't have been the manager? Mm. Um, it's very difficult to say, to be honest. And I, I agree with you totally. And I've said this. It's it's The thing is, the, the comment, and you've said it, you've nailed it for me in terms of you look at how Chelsea's performed and, and, and Liverpool... I mean, God, Liverpool were poor, you know, and they were right up our arse. Mm. Right up our arse. So however good you think our season was, I actually thought Liverpool were dreadful for most of the season. And they started sneaking and they up like... were still right behind me. Mm. That proves just how hard it is to finish in that top four. Um, you know, I, I don't, I didn't expect we to be where we are now. So if we got taken over the year prior to that, I still wouldn't have expected yeah. to be where we are now. That's the truth. I really wouldn't. Um, I think all of us were hoping a, a decent cup run, finishing the top ten. Eighth, so that's what we were hoping for this season. We've made a final and finished in the top four. It's just ridiculous, really. Um, Somebody commented on on one of my tweets from 2017 yesterday, and it was a an article which I had posted, which was the first time that Amanda Stavey's name had been mentioned with the football club, mm-hmm. and it was something like Amanda Stavey is to getting together a consortium to buy Newcastle United, <clears throat> and I had just tagged it something like "Can't wait to." To win the Champions League in 2021 or something ridiculous. Oh, right, like okay, that. Yeah, yeah. It's just mental how these things yeah, like, like, happen and, yeah, and pan yeah. out over the years. And that's 2017. She was first mentioned. I know, and it took <clears throat> it took a while. I remember she's having a tab outside that restaurant. Well, actually, Curry, you yeah. know the curry place. And then it looked like it was going to happen, and it wasn't. And uh, it's been a roller coaster ride, hasn't it? But mm. God, you've got to you, you you've got to admire. Um, what's the word? Patience. Uh, Drive. I don't know. I've had the right words. Resilience. Resilience. Aye. You think that long trying to buy us? It's it's mm. unbelievable, really. Forever grateful. That's what something my colour in no case. Possibly. I possibly. <laughs> but she must like she. What she must be thinking now. You know, yeah. with what's happened. Well worth it. God, like she, it's unbelievable, mm. isn't it? I still see what they paid for was was very little. Very oh, very. They little. Scored, man. Yeah, they really Absolutely did scored. score. Like, yeah. And those people out there saying that it was too much. Ah, it's yeah. Crazy. Nah, well, um. 
Next question is from Freddie Costanzo. That says, is Hayden still on a contract with us or has he joined Norwich permanently? I'm pretty confident that he's a Newcastle player and he oh, went on loan to Norwich. Yeah, he did. Then he yeah. picked up the injury early on. Ah, he didn't play much at all, did he? He's had a very poor time down there. Mm. Like, um, so he'll, he'll return. As far, as far as I'm aware, he'll return. But of course... Um, he's probably one of the ones that will be having a meeting when the time comes oh, with yeah. Eddie House saying, nice to meet you, sunshine. We're going to be looking at something else. <clears throat> it was nice, wasn't it? Because I'm sure Hayden commented that how I'd rang him a few times yeah. as well, just like he rang Kieran Clark when he was away and mm-hmm. still checks in. You think of everything that he's got to go on, he still has the time to ring people around. Yeah. Him. It's an unbelievable bloke. Like, but uh, I, you would expect Hayden to come back, shake his hand, and see you later. That's, mm. that's what you would think. Yeah. If um, someone will have him, man, you don't know, he might be out of contract coming up, but that injury was bad. Got Jeff Hendrick as well, man. Oh, he's still in Newcastle, yeah. Bernie. Uh, I'm sure he is. I, I don't know. You know, I think he went permanently. Did he? Did not? he? I think he did. I in general. Ah, Hendrick was on loan as well. Did he go Redden? Mm. QPR. QPR. Yeah, QPR it was. Yeah. yeah. Somebody tell me. Is Jeff Hendrick a Newcastle God. player? I'm sure he is. You know. It's like it's like a bus turning around him, and he's so slow. And he, I was watching a Q, so I was watching a championship game. I was just on the telly running. He was playing just so slow, mm. man. Unbelievably slow. Like probably like Sunday league stuff. You see, man, it was so slow. Yeah, apparently it was just a loan, a loan move. So Henrik is still a Newcastle United player. They've got some some players to shift, like haven't they? There's a lot of work ahead, like uh, there mm. is, because for all we all want to buy the world and all the rest of it, but you've got to shift a lot of players, like mm. <clears throat> which the the will the will they'll be working hard probably tirelessly to try and get rid of these players. But some though, if they have got some time left, you might, for example, Hendrik. I don't know how long he's got left, but it might just be another loan. Mm. You know, see you see you later on for a loan for a bit because. I'm sure he's on a canny wage as well. Certainly for the level he, he would be going yeah. at. Yeah, it's, it's quite high. Like, so. um, next one is from Chris Curry. That says, uh, what do you lads think about Matty Longstaff being released? It seems a shame. Uh, wish how had come in when he was in. And around, uh, I reckon he'd have improved him and made him into the player we'd hope for. Um, if I'm being honest with you, I was never really convinced by Matty. Um of course, he came in. He had a couple of decent appearances. Obviously, he scored the goal against Man United, winner against Man United, wasn't it? I um, I was just never convinced. I just, I just don't think he looked like a Premier League player. Well, <clears throat> I agree with the point of saying it's a shame because it is a shame. <clears throat> it would have been nice if it had have worked. Um, I think this might sound silly what I'm going to say, but physicality-wise, I worried for him because he's very little. Now, there's many fantastic little players right so that might sound silly but he is little he was small mm. and physicality always worried us I did think he got he was a little bit unlucky in one time in his career at us where he didn't play for weeks and weeks and then he played my United away and then didn't play for weeks and weeks and then he played Chelsea away yeah. and I was like Jesus give the lad like he's coming mm. in to play games here but you're giving him the big, worst, games, the big right? opposition games you know so I did feel for him there like um but injuries then haven't helped either so it, it's been a, a, a multitude of a lot of things like but I probably agree with you in regards to I was never even when you scored against my United, it was a romantic story that you had them both playing in midfield. I get it all, but I didn't really think he'd ever be yes. it. You know, so yeah. similar to, to when, when we've had players like sort of, of Armstrong uh, and Campbell, yeah, yeah, that those sort of build really like like mm-hmm. small lads that, that have got talent. It's obviously hard up more front. than just talent to be a Premier <clears throat> League footballer. One hundred percent. I mean it. it there's a, there's a, the two you mentioned there, obviously, Armstrong and that were strikers, and at the time we were, we were in a good side. Mm. We weren't a good side, and you've got a lad up front who was the size of this bottle, literally. Like, it's tough. It's going to be tough mm. old work for you, like, you know. And I, I just feel the same with Matty. I know it's a totally different position, but, you know, there's there's no question there was a player in there. But I, I just felt injuries, uh, the team around him at the time. It's a good point about how maybe if he had a come in earlier. Who there, knows, was, there was a lot of players that, like, under Bruce, that, that didn't really get a. I'm not, I'm not going to say necessarily a fair chance, but didn't get the chance to improve and learn and adapt as a player. Mm-hmm. Another likes of a, a manager like Eddie Howe. You, you look of, of Matty Longstaff, you look at um, Lewis, our left back. He's another one. Yeah, and that hasn't still worked, has yeah. it at all now? No, Obviously, hasn't. injury hasn't helped with him. Yeah. But he's yeah. a player that was brought in once again. Did, did Rafa buy him? You know what, did Rafa bring him in? Bring in who? Uh, Jamal Lewis. Uh, no, no, Bruce. Was it, was it Bruce? No, it was Bruce yeah. yeah. So we brought him in, though. But, but he, he came with. Did we get him from Norwich? Ah, uh, he came so, with, a, so, with a good, yeah, with a good rep. You know what I mean? And, Again, and it just never worked. No, never I didn't. Worked. I think he had. I remember it was funny enough. Actually, we beat West Ham the first game of the season. Was it? Was it five four mm. one or so five one? Remember, we're, that was when my glasses snapped and everything. I was mortal drunk. 
remember on that bar? West Ham. West Ham away. West Ham. Was that Hendricks scored. Aye, aye, Wilson yeah. scored. I think we beat them three or four, whatever it was. Lewis was excellent, really good. And it looked like the left back that I've been crying out for for years. You know, why I like Target so much, actually, when he came on lo- the first on the loan stint, you know, willing to get forward, look good on the ball and was mm. driving forward. And I never really picked up from that yeah. one game, really. Um, was found out an awful lot of times, mm. actually, defensively. But listen, it's football, right? You know, not every single signing is going to work, is it? It just doesn't, not everyone's going to work out. You know, you look at, I throw one, look at De Bruyne going to Chelsea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolute nightmare. Becomes the best player ever. That man mm. said, it's, just, it's football's a funny game. Sometimes it doesn't work at certain clubs, you know, but. I'm going to end it on this one, okay, because we've been going nearly an hour. Uh, so we'll end it on this one. Thanks, everybody, who has joined us tonight. Like I said, it, just like the video, it means a lot to us. Um, and become a subscriber. It costs you absolutely nothing to do that. Obviously, we're back up and running. We'll be back every week now. Uh, you'll you'll start to see more videos creep through as well. Um, so little mini videos and podcasts. Um, you, you may have saw the news that we'll have Andy Sixsmith joining us as well. So Andy will have his very own Newcastle United podcast as well. And that will be starting towards the end of the summer, just before the, the Premier League season starts. And he will be interviewing a number of guests. And, and that's both fans, sports personalities, and whoever we can get on board with Andy. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, so we'll end it on this question. Also, sorry, if you want to become a member as well, it's just $2.99 a month to do that. Helps us out massively. You get access to the Telegram group as well. And as always, the Telegram group is busy even right the way through the summer when there's no football. Um, I think it just keeps everybody grounded and entertained in that group. Um, So last question is from Simon. Um, He says, what do you make of Joss Lou being a real Madrid player? He's a player that used to get it from the people behind. (laughs) Constantly get it. Um, You see, I I used to defend him to the hill. And it's a funny one this, you know, I was talking about a I will get back to the question, I promise. Um, Chris Wood. Someone talked about Chris Wood yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And was still like, um, you know, really waxing up about how much they liked him and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I says, I bet you were one of these that slagged off. We are salute, though. You know, and they were like, oh, I was shite. And I'm like, no, because I, I didn't think Yossley was a bad player. I never thought that. Listen, he didn't have any pace. That was a problem. Mm-hmm. But, he was in a bad team. He was a lone striker for a and long he was, time. He was a lone striker in one of the worst footballing teams. Whether He's you a like lone striker for a team that couldn't get the ball out the one half. That's it. That, that there, there you go. Twice what, a game, I think we used to do. It. What are you expecting him to do? I just find it mad. Now, what a story though for him. I mean, mm. that is. Did he start at Real Madrid? He did, didn't he? I think he did. I way way back yeah. when, obviously, then went around the world almost to come yeah. back. Um, Literally, it's it's a. I mean, it's a transfer that you would never, ever expect. Like, it's a type of it happening on Football Manager mm. or FIFA. would be like, what the hell's going on, mate? If he yeah. had a held out for another few weeks, he could have went to Saudi for twice the amount <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think he'd mind, you know, like, be having the opportunity. I mean, seeing him stand up there. He's took a pay cut as well, you know? Oh, well, he had no surprises, you know? Like, to, to have that opportunity to play for them. Uh, he's probably not going to play very much, like, but... No, it's incredible, aye. Oh, there's the mask, aye. So, we, we've always been... Sorry. We've always been fans of, of Yosselu, and, and people might not have seen this, but... That's been on the shelf for since since the we'll have the studio. Sorry for, for the audio listeners. Um, just a description. It is the V for Vendetta mask, which became famous because of the two blokes that did the oh, sir, Luke, Luke, might score one, might score two. That one. So so that's where that mask became famous. And that's been in the studio. Um, so that's our little Lesson. Our little memory of Yosselu, yeah. and that'll, that'll stick on that shelf. Don't worry about that, Yosselu. You're always, always in our hearts, mate. But I'm chuffed to bits, me. Like, oh, it's amazing. It's, it's like, it's like one of your children going away and just like, because he, he got so much shit, man, when he was here. And like, he, to be fair, he was one that like, I did really want to do well. A bit like a Joe Linton, you know, where you're mm. like, I really hope he does well. For all, isn't I criticise Joe Linton as well? Um, but you want them to do well, and he was one that I thought, God, like, we well, just don't give him any service. And there was a few times where he missed some really good chances, but he was getting one every hundred minutes or something. Yeah. You know? It wasn't exactly get. I watched Holland the other day; that he missed four uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm thinking, hey, it happens to the best, right? But when you're giving him one chance every hundred minutes or yeah. two hundred minutes in our case, and people are on his back, I'm like, how are lads? But yeah, unbelievable story. Um, can't still can't quite believe it. He probably can't even quite believe it. So if he can't believe it, we can't either. <laughs> I just want to clarify: we're not saying Yosley was ever a world beater at oh, Newcastle. God, no. Jesus, far no, from no, it. No. Uh, but unfortunately, he just did end up becoming a scapegoat. Aye. He wasn't as bad as Rivier. <laughs> no, he definitely wasn't. No, but it, that, it, that game at ground, the ground, you would think that. Yeah. But we had a, such a bad team. Man. Mm. What, what, what chances of straight I got when you've got you're playing football that's got thirty percent possession? 
<laughs> you're in big trouble. Like, regardless how much you like Rafa, or whatever, your striker's got problems if you're going to have 30% of the ball. Yeah. Just no, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for, for joining us this evening. It's been a pleasure. And thanks, everybody, who is listening back to the audio as well. Um, Thank you. Obviously, you can't. If, sorry, if you listen to the audio, go to YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, and then come back onto the app and, and give us a five-star rating as well on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever the hell it is. Um, as you, you probably already heard, you will see, well, sorry, hear a couple of adverts at the start of a podcast and the end of the podcast. If you don't like them, just skip them. It's fine. Uh, just wait for the famous Always Smiling Faces podcast music. And that's when you'll have me and Decker in your lugs. Um, it's been a plus. Thanks very much. See you later. Ta-ra. Coming in your ears every week. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.